Welcome to My Best 11 podcast. Today, we are joined by a man who is nearly a one-club man um, at the mighty Luton Town. Um, played in defence with Marv throughout the late 80s and the 90s. Today, we are joined by Julian James. How are you, Julian? Oh, I'm all right. Thank you very much for asking. Yep, I'm surviving. Excellent, excellent. Marvin, your fellow combative defender, was Julian like yourself? Did he love a good mazy run or was he more Mr Block? Um, I would say Jules was more of a out-and-out defender. He was, a, he, was a, he, was a, he was a very good defender, a better defender than me, I'd say. I mean, I like to take risks and dribble the ball. Jules, Jules scored some great goals. I remember a goal he scored against, was it Derby? It was the Derby or Portsmouth at home a long time ago now. You, you ran from the back and joined in the attack and it was like a, it hit the post and come out. Did you, did you score? I don't know. My memory's quite good, by the way. Jules, you're yeah, two, years, two years younger <laughs> than me. Two years younger than me, so you're bad they know. Your memory should be better. But no, Jules, Jules, was a, Jules was what I call an back in the day, an out-and-out solid defender. Solid defender. Did his, did Defended when he should defend and um, didn't take the risk when he sh- shouldn't take risk, if that makes sense. I was a little bit more risque, shall I say. I, I would have liked to have been like you, Marv, but, you know, I was always worried about you going forward and falling over. So I had to sort of be there for when you either took it all the way up the pitch or, or not. That is true. That is true. That is true, isn't it? You took the risks. I did. I mean, we knew you were taking risks, so we just covered you, mate. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So we're here to talk about Julian's best 11 players he has ever um, played on a pitch with um, in terms of competitive games. So that can be all the way from his time, um, obviously, at Luton, um, a little bit of time at Preston. Um, and then um, a few, a couple of games when he tried to come back from, um, which we'll talk about later, tried to come back from his um, in, his injury um, in the late 90s. To start off with, though, we're going to go, because this is your team, Julian, we're going to throw straight over to you. What formation okay. are you playing for your best 11 and why? Well, <clears throat> played with a lot of players, just like Marvin. Uh, it's difficult to fit them all in, I would suggest. So, but on this occasion, I've gone for a f- uh, 5-3-2 formation. Now, those guys aren't necessarily going to be wing-backs or whatever, but they're defenders, if that makes sense. So just to fit people in the team for this purpose, that's what I'm going to do. Excellent, excellent. And have you ever, have you ever dabbled in management yourself? Um, I was trying to look up through your history books and things, and I couldn't see much yeah. in terms of yourself. No, no, no. I, I did. I did try and um, progress with the coaching stuff after I finished football. Um, it's a long story. I had a few issues, um, so I didn't take the first year of my A license, uh, the exam, um, and I left it two years. And I went to take it again. Um, and in fairness, my preparation weren't great. My head was all over the place. A bit of mental health issues, finishing football, all that sort of stuff. So a lot, a lot of people don't realise, you know. But then um, you moved into a different, into my building business. So uh, I'm finding it difficult now with the aches and pains. But uh, maybe in five years' time, I'll think of something else. <laughs> Excellent. So you know? and five, three, two. Is that something you? What formation? Obviously, you pick this because of the players. Just for the players. Put in a team. But which one did you prefer to play on yourself? What was your favourite formation as a player? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, 
Oh, my look, we go for positions first. I hated playing fullback. Right? Did you? I, I, really? I hated playing fullback. I was a centre back or a centre midfielder, but we never got coached centre midfield play at Luton. I never got. I got thrown in with Pleaty a couple of times to play centre midfield. Half a dozen games, maybe four of them I done well. The other two I didn't, maybe. And the early days, my first game with Ray, um, my debut at Southampton, I got chucked in against um, Jimmy Case, who um, at Southampton, who. Gladly give me a smack round the ear roll as soon as I come on the pitch. And uh, the second game is Nottingham Forest. So they were sort of, that's where I tended like to play. There's formations. <sighs> yeah. Most of the time we played 4 4 2 at Luton, didn't we? Yeah. You know, in, in our era. Um, just, you know, getting the ball, getting it down and trying to play a little bit. And then occasionally get, you know, getting someone on the end of a cross or getting Dwight Marshall or whatever to run or whatever. That's, that's how it worked, didn't it, Marth? You know? I never knew that, Jules, that you hated playing fullback. Couldn't stand it, mate. No. I went to pro- I went to pro- I, I, I originally went, when I had my um, under-21 caps, it was purely because I played centre-half. Now, back in the day, this is going back to when John Moore picked me up. I went down to Watford and Tottenham and all that sort of thing. So Graham Taylor knew me from then, et cetera, et cetera. And they wanted me at Watford as a centre-back. I went. I came to Luton because Luton were more. Um, they were a nice club, weren't they? Yeah. You know, they, they were. were more attentive, coachy, and all that. They they wanted you to get the ball down. Where you'd go to Watford training, and you'd be running around terraces and all that sort of caper, which is um, Tom Wally was a bit of a nightmare, you know. So that's that's where it sort of ended. And um, as soon as I got to Luton, then the under twenty ones or centre half, and then after that, it, I come back. If you remember Matthew Jackson. Um, played two games or something after Tim went and um, he went and Pleaty brought me back from Preston and I slotted in at right back so from then on in I was more of a utility player if that makes sense okay. you know interesting yeah. yeah very interesting very interesting but we're going to get into your team and I will delve a little bit further into your career as we go um, sure. we'll start off as ever with the crazy position on the pitch goalkeeper right the- Okay, right. This one's going to stump everybody because um, I will give a hint right later on. But um, I played with like marvellous, quite a lot of goalkeepers um, from Les Seeley, who was um, vocal to say the least. If you couldn't learn anything off of him, you were struggling. I don't know about you, Marv, but you were frightened when you to drop back over the halfway line because we play so high. I'll be playing the reserves, whatever. He'd be sweeping, wouldn't he? And he'd be going, yeah. oh, f- 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 you know, get up the pitch or whatever. But the good thing about Les is, if you kick the ball out for a corner, you would actually get a right old cane in, wouldn't you? You know, <laughs> if you've got a chance to kick it kick it off for a throw-in, you kick it off for a throw-in, not a corner. Yeah, you know, that's you, correct. You know, and you see it so often these days, people just give corners away, don't they? And you think, why are you doing that? You know? We had um, so the other goalkeepers we got there when I was around Dibs, obviously. Dibs. Doctor's nightmare, wasn't he? He was Doctor's nightmare. So going the old treatment every day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> what have you got for this, Doc? Got a bit of cream for this? <laughs> Dibs, has been, Dibs, Dibs, has been, Dibs has been. Yeah, on Dibs my is way. a social lad, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Very he's much. A good so. player, Dibs. Just quality, mate. I loved him as a. He's a shot stopper. Uh, couldn't run a lot, could he? But I mean. But he was a great shot stopper. I mean, um, and when he got uh, for the Littlewoods Cup final, that was a surprise to everybody, wasn't it? 
and the right choice to save yep. the penalty and whatever. And then we had a few people. We've got um, Alec. He could run. What did you say about Alec? He's quality, mate. Alec. Yeah. Alec's 20 years in the game, Luton and Watford. What I loved about Alec as well, which they don't do anymore, goalkeepers, they seem to pitch it up in the air. And they get their, I can't even get my leg up that high, Marv. They try and get the foot up up there and try and kick it. And all it does is go up in the air, doesn't it? Basically. Whereas Alec, if you remember, straight leg, half half bounce, yeah. arrow it. Straight in McCarford or Dowie's chest or whatever. I mean, that technique, you don't see it anymore. You don't suppose you're allowed, do you? For what purpose? <laughs> Come on, coach, for what purpose? If you're good enough, you do it, don't you? Yeah, of course, 100%. I mean, that's that's you know? the that's the nearest one to the goal, isn't it? The striker. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Yeah. So Alex was brilliant. I thought playing with him, he was he was a good lad, wasn't he? Good team Very player. Good. Um, and then obviously as we teared down the leagues and whatever, other goalkeepers come into play with um, the likes of Jürgen Sumner. Bit of a boy, isn't he? He's a bit of a... Bit of a big old bruiser. What I liked about Jurgen, he was positive. All right, he was positive. He'd come for the ball. He'd come for the ball, but God, oh, you know, he made me nervous because <laughs> sometimes it'd be, it'd be yours, mine, leave it away. You know, it'd be like four different messages all in one in one go. So um, I remember getting dropped one game because he told me to leave the ball at the near post. I left the ball and someone nicked in and scored. You got Um, dropped for that? Yeah, I got dropped for that game. The next game, yeah. Yeah, I thought, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute tosser, whatever. So... for clues for this person because we're not... You think we're not running... The clues, we're going to go through a couple of other goalkeepers, but the clues, mate, all right, all I can say is... He had a long established career. He is a, I could say he's a family member, really, but um, he he was a Luton supporter. He was a Luton didn't supporter. Play for, but didn't play for Luton. I got it. I got it. You thought I was never going to get it. I got it. You Who can play with him? I got it. See, Jules, you think you don't underestimate me. I could, I could be wrong, but I you think should I've get him. You, you should get him. You should get him. No, but you said you said no. we weren't going to get it because you've been like this no, is the one well. you just trained with. Well, Andrew, did Andrew, he's up. David Jones. Ah, <laughs> you know what? You got it because I'm t- I, because he's my brother, mate. You know. Well done, Andrew. See, the name, the name don't thing, underestimate us. Huh? Ah, Marvin. Yeah, he was a good, he was, I played with him at county level and stuff like that before the, and the youth team, basically, in one or two little games at Watford and that. But he was um, 16s or whatever it was. But it was obvious, mate, that he had a career in the game back then. He was awesome. I was in, he could throw the ball further than he can kick it. Yeah. Even at that age. It was frightening. But um, I was thinking it well. was that. He was coaching at Luton, wasn't he? Did he coach at Luton? It was, as well? it was coaching at Luton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really. And I didn't realise until later on, after his career, that he was a Luton Town supporter, which was yeah. really strange. Yeah. No, yeah, he still keeps it quiet these days. Still keeps it quiet. So um, what makes him... You said that you knew he was going to make it. I know he, no, he mentioned things like he could throw the ball further, he could kick it. Um, as a keeper, I mean, most people know technically skill-wise and things like that, you reckon that certain players and outfield players, you can pick... Most people could pick a striker who's going to make it. 
How can you pick a keeper who makes it? Or is well, David, was, David was a freak of nature. If you'd have seen him when he was 16, he was bigger than everybody. You know, he, he filled the goal. His hands were like shovels, you know. Um, he's obviously on the same planet as most of them. He was an absolute loon ball back in the day. <laughs> He was a shot, he, he could shot stop as well. At that age, he was a shot stopper. And you just think, well, you've got a real good chance here. And for me, I, I know people call him Calamity James and all this. And I look at him and think, from where I come from, where you come from, Marv, where he come from, do you know what? 10 out of 10, mate. You know, to play for England and, and have a career like he's had. Absolutely fantastic. And we, we used to um, play Sunday football as well against each other. So, um, yeah, we got on all right. We were the Luton, Watford, and the Watford Luton. Come on. Bring <laughs> it on, son. Come on, I can take it. Yep. So, talking of which, I was doing some research that I sent to Marvin from yeah. your programme notes. And I'm just going to read it out to people. Oh, you watch, I won't be the final now. I'm just going to read it out to people. That's um, meet the real Julian James. Birthplace Tring, height five foot ten and a half inches. Makes mm-hmm. you. Is that important to put the half in? Five, my mum. seven at best. You sound like my mum putting that half in. Five, seven at best. Now, debut obviously Southampton, 1988. As I scrolled down, the one I was most interested in was who did you support <clears throat> as a boy? Funnily yeah. enough, Sir Julian, in his notes, and I don't know how much you write, you guys write this or somebody else writes it. Funnily enough, I used to watch Watford. My dad was a steward there, so I got him for nothing. It was around the time John Barnes was breaking into the team. Before then, that's yeah. I used to my dad. My dad used to um, <coughs> steward Watford when they were in the lower leagues. You know when they had the uh, horse, the, the dog track, and all that cape around the pitch. I was, in fact, it, I was five when I got into football. Basically, watching watching the likes of Watford and that. So I saw all the, you know, the rise of Watford and everything else. So yeah, I was a supporter of Watford. Yeah. And my kids are still supporters now. My family's supporting Watford, whatever. But as soon as I turned to Luton, my my 100% commitment was towards Luton, wasn't it? Because that was my career. And um, for 13 years, that was who I was until so, it ended. So, so Jules, <clears throat> question. Supported Watford basically Don't because ask kids. My kids have asked me this. No, 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 no. I know you know it's coming on yet. Basically, but yeah. how? I mean, if you supported them, why not? Why choose Luton? I know you said to us because of they wanted to play. You didn't want to be running all the time. But I mean, there wasn't that much of a affiliation. It sounds then really with your heart with Watford, which is great as a kid because you chose Luton and not Watford. Normally, players would or kids would choose the team no, what they support. No, I, I would have. I would have gone to Watford at a flipping drop of a hat at the time because that's the team I supported. Okay. But logic told told me I wasn't stupid that you know I had I had various other teams interested in me, but Luton Town were really keen, and the way they went about their business and the way they you know because they had a lot of good youngsters then, didn't they? They had a lot of from all over the place, Ireland, Scotland, and and whatever. And the way they dealt with the youngsters was brilliant. I thought. Although we trained on car parks and all that rubbish, but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that really. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that. But yeah, elaborate, elaborate the the business side. What do you mean? How how did they went about the business? What do you mean by that for some of the listeners? Um, in regards to well, other clubs, other clubs. Well, at the, t- the time that how can I put it? 
they had like, like let's, let's go back to Watford. They had like Tom Wally, who's their first team, one of their coaches there, and whatever, and blah blah blah. For Luton, you had the, the whole bunch that were first team coaches. You had Trevor Hartley, David Coates, going down the, the tiers, whatever. John Moore, whatever. Who would take interest in you, David Pleat, for example, would take interest in you, make you feel that you're part of that setup, even though you're on the peripheral, that you know, and going into training, going on the pitch, you know, we, we trained under the stand, didn't we? And then he's off. Where's he gone? What's he gone? Do a bit of training. That elapsed, even spied him by running around the terrace. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, the way they went about things and, you know, they desperately wanted to sign me. Um, so I signed schoolboy forms at 15, I believe. It was 14 you were allowed to sign. But um, I mean, I had an uncle who was West, who was a West Brom scout as well. So I went to West Brom, um, but I didn't fancy that. So um, Luton were, they just, just, it just, it was a good fit for me. Yeah. You know, and they were teaching me to play football, which is, which is what I, I was from a place in Tring in Hertfordshire, you know, we just, not saying we're a little bit dense around the olds, but all we did was play football, you know, or go fishing or something. So, so to have someone who's actually interested in a skill that you enjoy was, uh, was, was pretty good going for me. Yeah. So who do you go for now? Sorry, mate? Who do you support now? Who do I support? Well, Watford, of course. So you still... don't change who you support, do you? Okay. I wasn't sure if, so after 13 years, it didn't, even push you against the yellow team? No. Why would it? That's my job. That was, that was my job. For, 30, for 13 years of my job, and for that 13 years, I was a Luton fan, a Luton Town fan. I still follow Luton as well. Don't get me wrong. I don't go, oh, shit, Luton, that shit. If I, if I think, oh, I'm not one of them who thinks, Watford and Luton hate each other and all this stuff. It's, I've got the reasons why I was a Watford supporter. I can't just fall off the edge of a cliff and go, oh, now I'm going to be a Luton fan. I'm a Luton, I was a Luton player. The, the ones that well, supported me from Luton, the, 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 the fans that supported me, I can't thank them enough, you know? But, you know, life moves on after after Luton Town, I'm afraid. Wow, 100%. 100%. That's, that's the Jules I know. Honest yeah. to the point. That's yeah. good, that yeah. is. It's great. I mean, it is. Yeah. So we'll move on to the rest. I'll get, I'll get stick for it, but I don't care. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> So we'll move on to the next, um, the rest, we've got David James in. So we'll now move on to one of the three. So you're playing five at the back. How do you yes, want to do this? Yeah. Do you want to go to the wings? The sub or the yeah, wing backs, or the full backs, wherever you want to do. Yeah, let's go, let's go right side, full back. Yep. Um, <clears throat> do you want a clue first? Yes, please. Yes. Cut the cues. Yeah. Um, I would say very positive, um, and quick. Did he did he play f- for Scotland? No. No. I think Not he played for I think he ended up playing for QPR and West Ham. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I could have I could have said I could have said Tim used to go like that, like probably everyone else did. <laughs> Was he not a fan of heavy? Tim's, Tim's a nice lad, isn't he? He's, he's, he's um, yeah. strong, quick. You know, I love watching. I used to like watching him play as well, you know, because um, he never changed his style when he went to West Ham, basically. Just tunnel vision, boom, down there, cross the ball, get back. The guy was a machine, weren't he? Fit, really fit. Up and down, fit. like... You know, modern-day football, Marv, he would fit in easily. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Talking of modern-day football, one of the questions I was going to ask you, Julian, is... 
Um, yeah. You said that you prefer centre back, but you play quite a bit in fullbacks. Who would yeah. you like for younger listeners who may be who may be watching or listening to this? Who would you most liken yourself to in the modern in the Premier League? And that can be anywhere, for obviously from the higher higher end to the bottom end. Who would you say you're most like as a player, skill wise or on the pitch? <clears throat> no one. <laughs> Is that because defending's changed? No, defending's crap. Some of the defender I've watched some I've watched a lot of Premiership games. I will tell you what, some of the some of the centre halves. The games change. You can't close people down like you used to. You can't shadow people like you used to. You know. You can't, you see, I see some of the defenders, the only time they get tight to people is in the box for corners when they start messing around manhandling people. I see, I've seen a lot of football since I finished and Premier League as well. The game with the, the you know, the fullbacks, there's no way I could have played that game of. I couldn't even run, you know, across the halfway line half the time. So um, centre half, so I'll probably be able to fit in somewhere there perhaps, but uh, there's no one I can. Like yeah, yourself, there's to. no one I can sort of put myself up against, really. Okay, fair enough. So we'll for two the... reasons, for two, for two reasons. Once, once because there's no one like me. I'm sure Marvin and would 100 percent agree with that. Right. <laughs> and then, and the, the, I, I think, the, the, correct me if I'm wrong, Marv, but I I see a lot of football where the centre backs. It depends what what game you watch. Obviously, there's the exchange of from one end to the other is so quick right with the um counter attacking but then on other sides of the game you look at some of the center backs and you think jesus christ what if i was fit and i was still playing i could actually just about do you know what i'm saying you get that thing where you think i haven't run around now i i, I know what jules is saying i mean a lot of i mean not just center backs but a lot of criticism was pointed towards Trent Alexandria, who's a, I mean, you can say he's, a, he's an international. I mean, back back then, I mean, when we played, he would probably would be classified as a great, great defender. Whereas today, I think I've mentioned it before, going forward, excellent. But sometimes he's been a little bit suspect with his defending because I think there's more, there's more games now, Jules. There's more cameras, there's more different angles, there's everything. So there's more games being streamed live, Every like, I think there's only probably one day. Um, I mean, the, of the week where there's not a game. Sometimes there's a Premiership game, so I mean, it's difficult realistically to perform. I mean, I made mistakes. You made mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. So if you can imagine the amount of games that you know you're seeing Liverpool, even oh, super analysed, super yeah, analysed. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think it's. But I, it's I, yeah, f- f- yeah, I agree with you. What I'm saying for a live, from watching live, for the speed of the game and all that sort of stuff, I sometimes I think, well, I get these people say, oh, yeah, it's so quick and everything else, blah, blah, blah. And I watch it, I think, yeah, some games are actually electric. Other games are just bog ordinary. I just think, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I remember speaking <laughs> to Brian Steen. I remember speaking to Brian Steen once about centre forward that signed for Tottenham. And he was going, he's going, fuck me, George. He's going, He's crap, right? He was certainly. Uh, you know, you know, that's Steenie. So, but hold yeah. on, hold on. That, that's Steenie. Everyone's crap to Steenie. <laughs> <laughs> He's on 50 grand a week. He doesn't even move. No, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. But there are some good, yeah, there's some good points and bad points. Anyway, we digress. Where are we, we going now, back. then, boys? Left, left back. back. We're done right. Let's go left. left. Okay. Um, 
Right. We've had, again, loads of left-backs um, within... Marvin played left-back. Would you prefer Marv centre-back? I mean, neither. I mean, neither was a problem to me because I, in my head, again, I know I was a defender, but I'd try, I would always try and... I mean, I'm completely encouraged us from the start to join in anyway, Jules. I loved, yeah, I yeah. loved playing yeah. centre-back and left back because I felt that I could join in and start the play from both those positions. So it would be tough, but I'd probably just say centre back just slightly, slightly. I mean, yeah, yeah, I probably played yeah. the majority of my career there. That's why I probably would edge more for that. I like playing preferred centre back because you see more of the picture as well. You know, you yeah. can come out where if it's like you, you can come out and you, instead of just running into the crowd, you can run, you know. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? You get run no, down no, no, the tunnel. 100%, 100%, yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, left back. So we've got various loads of players from Luton Town, which we could go through, and the various teams that I've played for. Um, the guy that I'll give you a clue, um, he had a good engine, good left foot, um, and he was a foreigner. And what I mean by foreigner, he didn't live. It didn't live. He, he wasn't born on these shores. Right. Ooh. Come on, Marvin. Did you did you play with him at Luton? No, I didn't think so. No, I'm going in the right direction. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We have some good left, but you know, Dickie Harvey, the Forgotten Man, Tumble. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. I don't know. Guess. Go on, Andrew. You can guess. Graham Lasso. Graham Lasso. Graham Lasso is spot on. Yes. Check it out. Do you know what that lad? Right, he was, we're back in, when we were whatever, 20s, he was probably 20, he, he was one of the overage players, I think, 22, maybe something like that. He had the papers and all that in, the, in his palm of his hands, you know, the um, reporters and all that. So he was, he was all clued up to be ready for the big time and get his story out and make some money and all that sort of business. But he was a good player, wasn't he? You're very, very good. Player. Yeah. He was a good player. Um, yeah. When's I'm the not World Went to the World Cup eventually. Did he go 98? Yeah. 98. Yeah. Yeah. He's um we we played the tournament that I played in in, in um Toulon? France, Toulon. Yeah, he was he's very much part of that that group. That, I mean, I, I I think I played two games and was substituted probably twice, whatever, but he played in them all and he was very much the leader, him and Tim Sherwood. Um, can you can you remember? Did they did they get to the final? Did they win it, Jules? Can you remember that? They did win it. Yeah, yeah, they won it. Yeah, yeah. The oh, most fun, funniest thing about that tournament, right? This is I've never seen it since or before. Portugal were in that tournament, and after about ten minutes, we were watching the game. I can't remember who they're playing. It might have been Brazil, Portugal, or something like that. And they had um, they were down to nine nine players, and just before half time, they were down to eight players. So, all kicking off. Portugal, Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. All petulant stuff and handbags and all this sort of stuff. And then, after half time, the game was abandoned because they went under seven players. So, two more got sent off. I've never seen it ever. Wow. So, that is a question of probably a game that's, you know, if if that was a, that's never happened before in my lifetime that I've seen sort of in a proper. Was that that the 21s, Jules? Um, That was the under. Yeah, well, back in the day, wasn't it? Back in my day, all it was was senior first team. Um, they had the occasional B um, 
probably once a year or maybe twice a year a B match and the under 21s I think now it's the two long competitions is it under 20s now then you've got the yeah then you've got the Europe you, yeah the, the European one or whatever and they got to the first team so yeah how did, you, how did you find out about that then was that like a phone call you've been selected or did someone did Cherry Newby say hey you've been selected for the two or I mean how did that come about Cherry Newbury. I don't know. She was. She was a secretary. I mean, I'm saying she was a club secretary. Yeah, I know though. Cherry. Yeah, I know Cherry. I mean, uh, uh, was it was it a phone call or was it? I mean, I got a letter through the. I got a letter. Um, as I can remember, I've got it somewhere. Yeah, I got a letter and um, yeah, you're having a laugh, aren't you? <laughs> it's one of the oh. moments you think. Oh, oh. To play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was good. And then I got, I think I went to one, maybe two other meetings. But I didn't, uh, I think there was a game at Southampton. I wasn't, I was involved and then I wasn't involved in the match sort of thing. So um, squads. Yeah. Um, Did the family get over to Toulon? No, no, it's a real shame, isn't it? It's one regret that my dad followed me everywhere. Yeah. And probably wish he, wish he had. It was great. But um, yeah, I wish he had. But uh, it's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Well, it's a, it's a, it's an amazing achievement to play for your country in whatever capacity, whatever age group, whatever capacity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. And I'll tell you what's good: it's like singing the national anthem to about two hundred people. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like our Christmas carols, Marv. When we used to sit. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's easier singing the national anthem to two hundred people than it is bricking your pants that you're gonna have to maybe get eggs thrown at you. Or whatever flower thrown at you doing the Christmas carols, Jules. Trust me. Right, I, I got battered. I tell you, I got battered that second, not the uh, first year, because obviously I just played and got into the team and then out again. Of course, they're going to come for me, aren't they? You know what it's like. You had Ashley Grimes and people like that in there. You know, throwing hot tea at you, ice cubes, socks, everything come at you. Oh, talc. Oh, in the dark. So I run around the pitch. I remember running around the pitch in the new, chasing the uh, the. Oh, you um, had to, did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, little things. Well, you, got voted the worst, you, got, you got voted the worst singer. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Let's 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 just try and elaborate a little bit more so that everyone knows that what we're talking about here, which I mean, right. certainly wasn't wouldn't go on today. Back in okay. the day, as apprentices, there would be Christmas festive spirits for the pros and for the young ones to join in, but it wasn't quite festive for the young ones. So the apprentices would have to come out with a broom as their microphone and Wellington boots and tinsel wrapped around their little ding long, long whatever you call it, and sing a Christmas carol with a Christmas hat on. And, and they would have to learn the words, Andrew. They would, you'd have to learn the words. And it was all, I mean, very, very... Weird, yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't get away. You wouldn't get away with it now today, obviously not. But back in the day, there was, I mean, it was a little bit of like camaraderie and stuff, which was just year after year would happen. And so that was the thing, really, what happened. And then the worst singer the pros would vote for would have to run round the field with the Wellington boots in under 60 seconds. And all the office staff and everyone else, the women and all that would come out at the top of the thing and and they would be like there to watch everyone like whoever oh my gosh our poor little so-and-so whom it was I mean 
they were like very like concerned. Like, oh, why would you make them do that? You know what I mean? But it was it is what it is, Jules, wasn't it? It was at the time. I mean, character building back then, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, character building, if you like, but you could haunt a few people, couldn't it? You know, yeah. it's these no delicate truth. souls. I mean, true. you know, and also the health and safety thing there, it wasn't just a case of throwing cups of tea at you and stuff like that. They stand on a bloody table, which was about, I don't know, <laughs> two foot wide, covered in water, and you're supposed to do a little dance. <laughs> There's who's, a lot. Who's on the office staff couldn't wait, could they? Because they they're already sat outside waiting for you. That was, their, that was their yearly treat, wasn't it, to see someone walk come around with a little willy hanging out but um <laughs> so i got round, i got run i run around the pitch mouth and um this woman because you remember the old catering went over the other side at, at, at some point yes it did she was running she was walking behind the behind the goal with a load of bread rolls and when she saw me coming towards her she run for her life <laughs> <laughs> well That's so it fun. looks like you're chasing a lady with a with a full-on full-on bats if that makes sense. <laughs> Sounds like a carry-on film. No, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> um, excellent. So we're going to get back to the to the clean part of yeah, the, the um the clean part of the show. Yeah. Um and the football. Okay. So centre backs. Where do you want to go? Anywhere across the middle? Right, I will go with um do you want a clue? Yeah, we'll have a clue all the time, just we like a clue. All yeah, we like a clue. You like yeah. a clue? Yeah. Um I would say well, let's say lager. Oh, yeah. Go on, Andrew. It's the dodgy stuff that we export that no Australians ever drink. <laughs> You're talking about that Foster stuff. Yep, I am. Or, or Rangaboo. Yep. Aussie. Mr. Steve Foster. Oh, that's close. No. It's not right. Not oh, right. Surely that was a I decent... That, logic that said decent Foster, one. beer, lager. I, oh. <laughs> I thought that was great. Well, Andrew probably won't get you won't get this, but Marvin, you should get this. Andrew won't get this, but I should get this. Yeah, because it's to do with yeah. beer. Oh. Somebody used to love a lager. I'm never going to get it. I mean, Jules, if it, if it's someone who who used to love a lager, I mean, there could be any one of 28 players who played in that team at the time. So, I don't. I mean, give me another clue. Give me another clue. Okay. Um, loud. Loud. Oh. No. What other club did he play for? Coventry. Didn't um, Peaky play for Coventry? There you go. That's it, Peaky. Correct. Trevor Peaky. Now, you know where the lager reference comes from, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do now. Yeah, I mean, I do now. I do. You know, his away games of his tin is hanging out the window. (laughs) (laughs) To keep him cool. No. What a sportsman. That goes back to his non-league days. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's obviously told that story um, a few times, but like Peaky, yeah. what a defender, what a player. Yeah. Great player. Man. Yeah. Yes. Solid, dependable, strong. Yeah. Um, how many mans in the matches did he get? I know. <laughs> loads, you know. Well, yeah. at, at that time, there were, it was quite a young Luton, a youngish kind of um, yeah. Luton yeah. squad. I mean, you still have people like Preci. <laughs> Um, in there, um, obviously, like you mentioned a few others, like half and stuff. But um, Peaky must have really come in and had to use a lot of this experience because he was at the back end of his career, should we say, rather than you guys much more at the start of your career. I'm not sure what age he, he was when he started, but he, he looked about 50 years older when he finished. 
<laughs> he must have been about. He must have been early thirties. Thirties, wasn't he? Yeah, no. Trev, Trev was. Um, well, it was, it was one of my one of my roommates. I had three roommates. You know, more than one game, but um, he was a nice fella, wasn't he? Genuine fella. Very, you know, very nice. He was a leader on the pitch. Nice off it, but also a leader off the pitch as well, which was important for the young people of Luton Town at the time. And um, he dragged he dragged a few of the game, you know, he dragged a few of the players um, vocally. It was good to have him in the team, you know, to 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 g up a few players and um, but also his experience. You know, he's he was he's a man of experience, and he? he's been at the cup final and stuff like that. It's all it's all you know. You we all respected him for that, definitely. I think, yes. Um, and even more so because he likes a beer. <laughs> and it, and the good, the great thing about Beaky was that he he wasn't fast, but I don't remember him realistically getting caught out for pace hardly at all. No, because he always he read the game so well, Marv. Yeah, positionally he had he had himself set, and he'd mm, seen yeah. something what was going to happen two, three balls before it happened, basically. Yeah. So yeah, we did a. And we had a lot, you know, we had a lot of good, good centre halves at Luton, didn't we? Let's be yeah. honest, you know. But you know, it's not that that probably wasn't the position that is, you know, it's, it's always been reasonably strong. There's always been yes. decent players that played there. Yeah. Um, Talking of which, so, who else is next to Peaky? Okay, well, let's go for another one. Um, um, right, shall I say he liked to come out with the ball? Did he also play for Burnley? No. Did he did he like did he score a winning goal against Ipswich? I couldn't tell you. You tell me. Because I don't know. <laughs> you, you, you thought it was me? No. I think it's Marv. Unfortunately, Marv, it isn't you. No, I didn't think I didn't know. Oh, when mean, he spoke Marvin about he loves Marvin, to bring the ball out. No, Marvin brought the ball out. And we were we were all told, weren't we? You know, do you remember John Moore uh, John Faulkner used to you say to you, come out with the ball, come out at an angle yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So we were encouraged to come out, weren't we? Yeah. Did he think about my age, right? That's what I'm thinking of. I, uh, yeah. Did he think who I might have played with? There you go, there's a bit more of a clue. Think who I might have played with. So I don't re- I don't remember that many your year, your apprentice, your apprentices that year. I really don't. Don't think, of, uh, don't think about my no. Don't sorry, I've got that wrong. Oh, about, I've got it. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Andrew, come on. Um, Throw me under the bus. <laughs> no, I mean, think about well, who I don't know who his games for England. What about back then? Who did he play with? Right, I mean, who could have played? I got Graham Lasso. It could have been I don't know who else at that time. Uh, Tony Adams, but he didn't love. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, he ran out of the ball. Tony Adams. <coughs> no, he's, he was Irish. Did you give up yet? Did you give up? No, he's going to do us. He's going to stump us. Oh, mm. um, where did he? Okay, did you play did, with him? Did, at he, Luton? did he? Did he play for Tottenham? No. Did you play with him at Luton? Yes. Irish and at Luton. Yes. Mal? Yeah, I thought it was Mal. Mal, Mal. It was the clues that threw us. We should have just gone with yeah, our well, cut, Marv. I know, we should have gone Mal, with the cut. Mal was different class, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I mean, I, 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 obviously, I know you're saying about Watford and that, but I did, you know, I was watching Luton, obviously, 14 and 15 when I was associated with him. I remember watching him at the cup semi-final versus uh, Everton. Everton. 
up at Aston Absolutely. Villa. Do you remember that match? Yeah. Awesome yeah. game, wasn't it? Awesome game. And, you know, he stood out for me a mile in that game. It's just, it was great. But he come back. When I joined, he he left, didn't he? So in 86, whatever, not so long after, whenever, he, he left. But he came back on loan in the early 90s. So I played a few, two or three games of him. And I'll tell you, it was a real pleasure because I tell you, I probably learnt more on them to a couple of games playing with him than I probably had before. And now he come out with a ball, Marv. He was he was just um, nonchalant with it, you know. It, comfortable, yeah. Yeah, comfortable in his stride. And he, and he was quite quite quick, you know. Well, he used to play centre midfield a lot of the games. <clears throat> you know, he used to play centre midfield. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he was um, he was only I think he was only five ten or something when he when he played next to Fozzie in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, I played. I remember one. Well, actually, I've got a picture on my wall up here. Um, Arsenal, and we lost. I think we lost three one away to Arsenal. I don't know if you played in that game, Mark. A Highbury. Highbury. Yeah. Step um, forward. He was. I don't know. I don't think I did. I mean, he was centre forwards. I don't know. We played. Um, probably yeah. Probably Mercer? yeah. That's about the right time. Because they had a team as well, didn't they? Arsenal back then. Cool. Yeah. Do you remember, Mark? We played um, Chelsea and Arsenal. Within over the Christmas period, back in, I mean, we're talking back in the olden days. Um, is that Stamford Bridge? And we beat them for one or something. Do you know what? I, I don't know. I remember, I, remember, I, remember, I remember a Christmas game when I think at Stamford Bridge, yeah, we played them and I think we beat them like 4 1. And I mean, we played well that day, really well. I mean, yeah. there was some good you know. It's a, pleasure to, it's a pleasure to be involved with Luton back then, I've got to say. You know, um, they're happy memories as well. Yeah. And playing against just other heroes, you said. You, you mentioned, just to go back to your thing you wrote um, years ago, you mentioned Alan Hansen then. Um, playing, yeah, against yeah. Alan Han- yeah. playing against Hansen, and particularly against Dalgleish, which I know is Marv's mm-hmm. favourite ever player, maybe? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> my first... That was my... Well, one of my first games, wasn't it? About my third game, I think. And I was... Substitute with um, I'll tell you what Ian Allenson was on the bench what a nightmare he was get me on Ray get me on Ray he's fucking useless get me on anyway the game went on what do you shut the fuck up he was going anyway um, with about five minutes to go he says get your gear on Jules he says you're going on I went shit I'm actually going on um, and this was so at Anfield bit, yeah yeah, yeah. so I went on he says what are you going on centre back off you go. So I'm running on. First thing I'm standing next to Dale Gleish. So obviously, this is it. Just it was surreal. It was really weird. So you know, a couple of years being a couple of years ago playing on kids' pitches to playing at Anfield, it was just unbelievable. A memory you can't take away. No. But the, mem- the best, the best memory mark of that game for me. I've never been sub at any level, youth team, under 14s, 15s, whatever, and I was sub. And um, well, sorry apart from the two games before with the first team. And Ray went to me, says, um, go on, off you go, go and warm up. Go on, off you go with Les. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, I've got to go out and warm Les Seeley up. So I've gone out there and I felt under pressure. <laughs> and warm up, you know what like, don't kick the ball behind the stand. <laughs> so I'm crossing the ball over and he's, he's effing and blasting because I can't kick the bloody thing straight, you know. <laughs> What what were the fa- I bet the fans were more than I bet I bet they were really nice to you. 
Oh, brilliant up there. Well, no, I didn't know if you because you, you were hitting the ball sideways and not hitting the ball oh, there. They were Christ, giving you a bit that of was normal. I'll tell you one. That was normal. I'll tell you, I, remember, I remember playing against York one day and uh, away from home and um, Tumble was in the dugout. And for some reason, I tried to kick the ball down the line with the outside of my foot, and it went straight in the stand. And all I heard was Tumble laughing his head off. <laughs> you know what it was like, huh? <laughs> What? what? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I got my own back, though, for him. Because in the, uh, uh, Sheffield Wednesday. In the Sheffield Wednesday, yeah. I smashed the ball straight in his face. It went straight in the top corner. What was I thinking? But I did say to him, I did say to him, I says, John, don't get up. Just scored. Just <laughs> <laughs> in the top corner. That, that was on oh, Twitter yeah. the other day, funny enough. I saw that the other day on Twitter. Someone yeah. had put it up, yeah. Oh, brilliant. So you know, got- do you know what? I, I, it's the first time I've seen it, um, probably about a month ago. And I can't ever remember clearing my lines with my right foot ever, like, like that. I should have been the left foot. should have been just... For some reason, I just kicked it straight at him. <clears throat> he was about two yards away. Smashed him Knocked in the face. I think it was Alec in goal. Yeah. I think Alec was in goal. He just whistled past him in the top car. I blame Alec. Should have saved it. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. we've got Peaky, Mal. Who's yep. the last centre-back we've got in this trio? They're good centre-backs, aren't they? Yeah, very yeah. good. Very good. Very good centre-backs. This one you'll never get, right? Have we done all centre-backs, are we not? No, he's done no, five at the back. Oh, oh one, so one more, is he? I thought yeah. he said Mal, Mal, Fozzy. No, he hasn't gone Fozzy. Oh, yeah, you didn't. No, no, right. You're right. My yeah. bad. Okay, well, look, I'll give, you, I'll give you a clue, right? This guy didn't play for Luton. you got to think England. of... you got to think of... That is poss- that's a possible, but it might not be. But it might not be. Hmm. Um, you probably wouldn't even know who it is. Really? There you go. Yeah. Then Preston, then. It is a Preston. If you can come up um, with a name, you're doing really well. Was oh, was he? Um, is is he a manager? He is a manager. Is he the Everton manager? I think no, I think he is. No, I think West Ham. Sorry, West Ham manager. No, that's good effort, Marv. I'll give up now for you. No, 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 no. Now, this is a like... different era, so I'm just going to chuck it out there. Where did back? I know Sammy McElroy played them. Not I think though. everyone played. I think everyone played at Preston. They had such a good turnover of a lot of tur- you know, big turnover of loanees. Because Matt Jackson went there. Matt Jackson. That's literally what I was going to say. Was the only other one. Yeah, I yeah. Was Matt Jackson. So I, I, I went there because Matt come back because obviously there was wind of him being moved on. So I took his place, if you like, um, and then subsequently, <laughs> two games later, he was gone, which was six games later for me. I'll play six games, but, I think. But this but this guy is yeah. currently a manager. I think he is, yeah. Who was the I guy? Might be wrong. I no. think he is. Who was he? Um He's, was he was his surname Jackson as well? No. No. You might not have heard of him, but I t- I, shall I tell you the reasons I I'll tell him the reasons why Flynn. I liked him. Flynn. There you go, Mickey Flynn. There you go. Well done. He knows his stuff, well the boy, doesn't he? We get there in the end between us, see? Well, we he, he's, um, correct, correct me if he's wrong, is he a Newport manager or somewhere like that at the moment? It might be. He's either down, I know, I've, he's one end of the country, he's either down in Wales or he's up in the north, he's up at Gates yeah, yeah. or somewhere like yeah. that. And he, 
and he was a centre back. He was wow. a centre back, Marvin. Uh, the small the only he, reason. That, eh? Is he small, Mickey Flynn? Mickey Flynn? No, 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 no. You're thinking of Brian Flynn. No, I'm thinking of a midfielder. I'm thinking of Mickey, I thought it was no, Mickey Mick, Flynn. Mick, Mick Flynn's a bit brick, mobile brick. Wall, he's a big, he? big okay. lad. Okay. He's a stopper. Um, but the, the reason I put him in there again, it's for, it was for my development. I put him in there because right. for me, those that six weeks, then six games, or whatever. I again, we had a, a good relationship. Uh, he was, you know, he got more yellow cards than me, but obviously, he was a, he was a defender, Marv. You know, he's a pure stopper. Right. Yeah? And I think he'd have done all right at another club as well with with better players around him. But um, yeah, and it, uh, that's why he's in there. Excellent. Excellent. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a very short break. Um, and when we come back, we'll hear the rest of Julian James's My Best Eleven. Welcome back to the second part of Julian James's My Best Eleven. So far, he's got David James, Trevor Peake, Mal Donny, Mick Flynn, Tim Breaker and Graham Lasso. Hand straight over to Marv for Marvin's 60 seconds. Over to you. Okay, Jules. Favourite of a sport? Tennis. Golden goal or penalty shootout? Penalty shootout. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Bundesliga, La Liga or Syria for quality? Syria. Oh, oh sorry, mate. Oh. Go on. Carry on. VAR. VAR or no VAR? No VAR. Best ground you've played at? Highbury. Pele or Maradona? Got to say Maradona for me. Okay. If you wasn't a footballer, what would you have done? I'd probably been a train spotter. <laughs> um, beer, wine or spirit? Which one? Or it's none or none. Oh. It'd be none. Uh, yeah. And last fish one, Marvin. And fish and chips, pie and chips, or pasta? Pie and chips. Do you, do you remember, Jules, going... I mean, I, I'm sure you were in that era, that, that, that last question just triggered that memory. Going to games, um, mm. like, after the, before, the, before the game, there'd be someone walking around, the, the physio, where, what are you having? Fish and chips, pie and chips, or chicken and chips? On the way home, wasn't it? Was he yeah, part yeah. of that? Oh, yeah, of course. We, 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 uh, our, our diet was absolutely spot on, wasn't it? I mean, do you think about it? We'd, we'd, we'd finish the game, we'd have cod and chips, we'd have a couple of beers on the coach or whatever, we'd go back home, we'd get leathered, then you'd go in the Con Conservative Club on the Sunday, and then you might have a couple on Monday. I didn't, because you'd be playing on Tuesday. Some did. Some lived in. Some lived underneath the pub, didn't they? Brewers. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brewers. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So we're going to move on to your best 11 and keep going with that. So we're on to midfield, wherever you want okay. to go. I don't know how you format, how you're doing your three. Well, oh, it's a bit, it's a, it's a bit of a, there's one guy I would have liked to put in here, but I only played with him once. And so I, I will tell you who that is, but I won't put him in. That was, that was Ricky Hill. Okay. Right. He was quality, mate, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, he's, 
I mean, everyone more or less who's played at Luton had him in his team, I think, at some point. Yeah. Well, I only played with him once officially or twice officially. I mean, in training, he was brilliant. I mean, I think he was the first bloke I ever saw who'd done round the world. You know, the, 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 the skill yeah. you've, you know what I mean? With both feet, yeah. both ways, you know? Um, and did he have England caps, two or three, yeah. something like that? Yeah, a few. Not, not enough. What a nice, what a quality fella, you know? What a lovely bloke. And um, I remember him playing even in training and he'd be going, oh, nice, nice. You know, he'd be, he'd be applauding everyone's play, wouldn't he? And you think, yeah. You just lost the ball, Ricky. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd love to have him in. I would have had him in the team, but he's he's a little bit, yeah. So we go for uh, the one of the midfield players. Um, I would say he is. He's obviously a Luton legend. You'll get it straight away. Go on in. I'm going to go for Mini. Yeah. Yes, yeah, on. You can't, you know, the fellow is, best, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the fellow was, um, Christ, for a little fellow, didn't he talk? Right? <laughs> they all, he they all do. They all do. Yeah, he was vocal, wasn't he? He was, um, if, all I, I remember him, if he weren't in the team or he, he would be knocking on the manager's door, he's one of them types, you know? But as a footballer, he was a jammy little git, wasn't he? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he would go into a tackle with the, with the hardest bloke or whatever, and he wouldn't hardly, whether they felt sorry for him or whatever, no one ever cleaned him out, did they? He sort of always come, he always come through the other side with the ball at his feet. He's like he shuffled past them. Right. But, for, I mean, for me, when Mick was playing, you know, him and Mick just had a telepathy, didn't they? He'd just smash it on the angle and he'll just pull off the centre half and Bob's your uncle. So, um, but it was more to his game than just that. He was, yeah. he was, he was educated. It's short clever, game, long game, smart, yeah, clever, yeah. Um, and was the king of king of king of nutmegs? It always was going for Megs, 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 Megs. <laughs> always. Yeah, I loved him bits. He was he was he was great, and um, yeah, sorely missed. But there you go. Yeah. So, yes. Minute. No, definitely. Next to Preci. Next to Preci. Well, again, there's been quite a few players which it could be um, some. Some like I'll, I'll give you one for example. I like I like Pem Pembridge when he come into the team. You know, um, good good player. And then we had likes of Kerry Hughes, all that sort of player that was was similar sort of era. Um, sadly, his potential never. I don't think. I don't. He get injured at Wimbledon or something. Or, Who Kerry or Pembo? Yeah, Kerry. Kerry yeah. Kerry Hughes got. Yeah, I think he, yeah. He was it West Ham as well? Hughes? No, Hughes. He wasn't. Who am I thinking of? No. But uh, you know, there's some good players. You know, you could you could you could fill all areas of the pitch with numerous players. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one is quite um, Luton supporters will probably not like this one um, for the fewer fact they might think that his heart wasn't in the club. But he was with Luton for a short period of time. Um, he was an older player. But he could did, play the game. An older player. Did he also play for Southampton? He did. <laughs> I only sent that one to throw Andrew. Andrew, and he also played for Arsenal. He did. He wasn't. His heart wasn't. In, oh no! Go on. Steve Williams. Steve Williams. Good player. Very so good. Willow, player. He was. 
He was. Willow. I think he was quality, mate. But he was just. Yeah. I think. I think the reason because he he it was at his latter stage of his career, if you like, and um, the perception was he wasn't in it. Does that make sense? He, yeah, I know. What you mean. He'd turn up for training because he travelled to up every day or whatever, you know, and uh, and. He, but again, he, I room with him a few times as well, and we got on really well. And I don't think many people did get on with him. <laughs> he was he was a, he was a character, wasn't he? Where he, he, he was, he was. Uh, you could rub him up the wrong way, or, or, or vice versa. But he was. Um, he liked an argument, but he could play, couldn't he, Marv? Oh, very, very, very good player. He very could good play, player. and I like. He could slow the game. I tell you what, he did. He, he slowed the game down. He did. To, yeah, that, probably to suit him. But he was fit, times, you know, he was. Sorry. I was going to say, a few times, it was, it was quite funny. I think I've said it before. When he first came into the team and started playing and he was in training, he wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't call for the ball. He'd just go, you know who to give it to. That's <laughs> all he'd say. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. He had an arrogance about it, but you got to love it. You know it. to give it to. He was, he was good. Yeah. In fact, that game, Sheffield Wednesday, that I smashed the ball at John's, in John's face and he scored the own goal. I scored the equaliser. That's the other end. Did. And Willow put the ball in, as I remember. So, um, yeah, there's a few games we played together. Yeah, Steve Williams. So he was good, name, player. good player. Name I haven't heard for a long, long, long while. Hmm. So, we move on to, and let's say, a right-sided midfield player. I mean, we could, I could have gone with all sorts of people in, in midfield. I could have gone with the Kingsley Blacks and all this, you know, and various other players. Um, but for me, when I played fullback, I had three people in front of me, mainly, on the right side. And it's going to be one of them three. Which one? Well, let's see. Um... When I say early or late on your career, do you know what I mean by that? Which one? I'm trying to think. I think I've got a couple of players, but I'm thinking if I say late, you'll you'll know what I mean when I say that who played at Luton then. And then if I say I think early, if I said late, that if I said late, that would give it away to either that one or or the other one. So I so I will say, Graham Alexander. Graza was quality, mate. I loved him. Uh, nice guy. Um, Move on. Not in. First on first on the scene when I broke my leg. I didn't play that game, by the way. You done well, mate. Like... Could have played right back. You'd have got a broken leg. But, <laughs> but Andrew, help me out. Um, who was that? I'm trying to remember which side Scotty Oaks played. Because he could have gone. He could be throwing him. Oaksy. You got, you got um, Paul Telfer. Yeah. Telfer, man. Man. I'm having, yeah, I'd have tell through my team. Look, love Scotty Oaks, you know, he had a couple of years of, you know, a great freedom. Yeah, he had a few games where he was um, the crowd's favourite and whatever, for obvious reasons. Um, Greza seemed to fit right back probably better than he did midfield. I think he's, he played well in right midfield, but for me, Telf playing in front of me, because Greza always used to moan. And I used to moan back at <laughs> So I'll fuck off, you know. Love you, Grace, and fuck off. So, um, so Telf, it was like a machine. He's Tim Breaker. 
It yeah. was another one that could run all day. Yeah. Um, and there was he he with there's more of a telepathy where with, between defensively between me and him right. than obviously Oaksy because Oaksy wants to get the ball and go forward. Obviously, <laughs> on the on the on the flip side of that, you might as well wave the white flag. Yeah, and Tells played a lot in central midfield once he went to um, Coventry and yeah. Southampton as well, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think he played wing back as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, he did. Which I don't know if that suited him. I thought he might do because he, he covered some ground, didn't he? Yeah. Well, talk, talk so, of, yeah, so ended that, up, that, talk that, ended up in centre backs, centre midfield. It's exactly what Greza did. He ended up playing centre yeah. mid for Burnley, didn't he, for a while yeah. at the end of his career? Ten out of ten for Greza. I mean, twenty years, twenty years in the game, mate. You, you can't knock that. Yeah. Same yeah. as Alex. So, you know, fantastic. But Paul Telfer finishes off your midfield next to Preci right. and Steve Williams. Yeah, yeah, you 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 mentioned there briefly about the the injury. Um, mm. I mean, I know he went, he went into a like a, I mean a law like a, a lawsuit did it or something like that as well. It was quite it was no. quite little. No, no. What I'm going to explain? I know I knew I'd get it all wrong. That's me. No. Um, where do you want to start? I could write a book about. I mean, the game. Well, Jules, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean. I don't want to relive a game which is obviously could have been like which was like. I mean, basically, really damning to your career. I mean, I wasn't playing. I didn't. I mean, I, I got cleaned out. Right, well, I got cleaned out. Right, I went to kick the ball. The geezer just run straight through me. Right, he never went to tackle me. He he went to close me down, but kept on running. So in other words, he come to rough me up. I know. I played the game long enough to know that. My follow through of my foot was up in the air, and he'd just come across court with his knee. So. Unfortunately, no one saw it. The referee didn't see it. It was that late. The linesman didn't see it. So I did, I did, I tried to get some help off the PFA. They weren't interested because it was a two-party thing. They didn't want to get involved. Although there was, at the time, there was a panel. They just started a, a panel for players who are injured. Um, um, but they did, they sat on the fence, if that makes sense. So they didn't want to commit to, to left or right. Similarly, I went. I got some advice from uh, solicitors and whatever. And unfortunately, the foot, the footage, it was oh, it was so high up they couldn't tell from his facial expressions or the speed. So I didn't really have a case. And also, I felt let down by the players that I was playing with. Quite frankly, apart from Graham Alexander and one or two others, I there was I had. A few people in the stand that saw it and they uh, made statements of what they thought they saw. Um, I had uh, eight players that gave statements from the game, of which Graham obviously said what he thought because he was the nearest, um, that he said that it was obviously reckless and he considered it as ne a negligible challenge. Whereas Steve-O, who was... Also next to us, who who could have seen it even clearer because he was right next to me, but from behind, he saw it and he said it was reckless, but he couldn't say whether it was negligible, which is fair enough. And then I had other people that just like Mitchell and that that just poo pooed it at the time. And I didn't think, you know, as, as in if they didn't see it, they didn't see it. It's fair enough, right? But, so that went down my that 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 didn't bode well. You know, I needed a bit of help there because. Um, David Kohler, um, 
chairman. I got time. I got a year's contract. I got a year's contract at, uh, after the end of the season because the Bosman ruling had just come in that year. What a nightmare! So basically, <clears throat> I my contract had run out. Was running out in June, and I had finished. So the injury was April. So I finished in June. <clears throat> Whilst I'm in my bed in Harpenden, Cola walks in and says, "Well, we're going to give you." Um, we're going to give you a new contract for a year. I'll oh, cheers. He says, but we don't have to. I said, well, why do you have to say that? You know, we don't have to. You either do or you don't. So, but apart from that, I didn't have much. Lenny Lawrence never spoke to me for two weeks after I broke my leg. And when he phoned me up, I said, what the fuck do you want? Because two weeks is a joke in my book. You know, if that was my player, I'd be chomping at the bit, uh, trying to get him back fit and give him some some morale, you know. There was a lot of things that went against me. And, I, and, I've, and when I got, when I come out of Luton, um, I wanted to do some coaching, but I wasn't even offered, because I understand Luton were in administration. So obviously they couldn't afford probably to, to offer me that, but they never once turned around and said, come in, we'll sort you out. Yeah. We'll help you out. So I was left, to, I just, yeah, see you later. 13 years down the pan. So I left, so I left and it took, it took me, a, it took me a few years to sort me head out, quite frankly, because football was, you know, it's just, you know, it's like mouth. Your life. Yeah. Is, yeah, it? The camaraderie you miss and all yeah. that. So, but anyway, life moves on. You, you, it took a while, but you get over it, didn't you? But it's, um, yeah, I wish it would, you know, it's a shame it didn't last a bit longer. That's all. You know, it'd be nice. But yeah. It's what it is. No, thanks for going through yeah. that with us. I mean, it's, uh, appreciate that. I mean, because well, I'm glad you're asked now, didn't you? Jules, <laughs> listen, I'm, I, I'm fine answering them questions. I'm not one of those people thinking. I mean, I, I, if you don't, you wouldn't. I wouldn't answer a question if I if I don't like the answer. I mean, at the end of the day, I've asked the question, so I mean, and you're happy to speak about it. So at the end of the day, I'm fine answering that question. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean, Mark. I'll talk about anything. <laughs> so, so can I can I just ask about the other injury you've shown us off air then? Which one? About your finger. That one. Yes. Yeah, so those people not right. on the video. My children, do not do this right. in the workplace. <laughs> so is what's it technically called, called? Your index? I don't know which finger's which. It's an amputation of the index finger. Yeah. So it, um, um so right is that uh, yeah, left hand. So left hand. Um, that's the left hand, yeah. So how did that happen? Right, stu- stupidly, as most uh tradespeople will tell you, it shouldn't happen. But um it's called rushing between jobs. So I, I was doing a job and then I went to another job and whilst I was doing this other job, a woman next door said, can you do this job? And I went, yeah, okay. So I got the chop saw out, didn't set it up properly and basically a fence, it was just a fence panel. So I just pushed the, through the um, for the chop saw and there's a little ridge in, in, in the middle of the chop saw and of course the timber's slightly curvature and it just momentarily just sort of jarred like that. Oh no. Whilst I'm pushing down the thing straight off oh. and the other one went off as well Marv, at an angle so uh, could they so not sew it back blinding. on no yeah. it was all chewed up it was all chewed up but uh, yeah, yeah that was um, that was fun <laughs> sat in hospital for about five hours so I decided what to do with it so oh wow just another blip that's so uh, I think watch what you're doing kids when you're on the tools yeah, when you're on the tools take your time Think about what you're doing. <laughs> Says Mr. Right. OHS. 
The Julian Jones book of injuries. There you go. <laughs> we'll carry on. We'll get back onto football. Okay. We'll get back yeah, onto right. football. Yeah. So strikers. Are you playing yes. a ten, a big man, little man, or are you not going to give us that yeah. that clue? Let's let's go. Let's go. Big man, little man. Where are we starting then? Big man. Let's get the easy big one out of the way. Go for the big man. Andrew, you want to go? I mean, I've, surely it has I mean, to I've be got, Mr. Luton. Mick, Mr. Luton. It's got to be Mr. Luton, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the thing with the thing with Mick, he was um, <laughs> as a youngster, Marv. Do you remember going to um, training up at um, what's that place on the bloody bypass there? No, not towards the other end of town. Toys R Us end. Fox, yeah, that place. Voxels. I remember going there when I was about 15, something like that, and um, just pre-season or something, and um, Pleat, you went, right, you're going, you, you play centre-back. I'm thinking, right, I'm playing centre-back. Jesus Christ, who am I playing against? This is a great big lamppost against me. Where's Mick on it? And I remember the ball... We're doing all right. It's doing all right. I think he'd done it on purpose for the young players, so, you know, see what you, you like against the, the better players and that. Of course, this ball coming. I'll tell you what, I ended up in the goal, didn't I? Mixed lights. <laughs> he's, he's headed the ball and he's put me in the back of the net. So I thought, wow, that's not very nice, is it? <laughs> so the next time, the, the next time the ball, I thought, Jesus Christ, this is you know, a good player. But next time the ball comes to him, I kicked him big time. And the look on his face, you know what he's like. He just turns up and he's growl, you know. And I looked at him, I thought, mm, perhaps I shouldn't have done that. But it's a good learning curve, you know. I think it's a bit of respect there. Yeah. He's probably always sent me around the pitch when I'm running around the pitch naked. Probably had a vengeance, <laughs> hasn't he? He's an elephant. What a good, player though. What a good player, though, wasn't he, Mick? Very, uh, very good. Was... Underestimated with his feet as well. Great touch, yeah. great technique. I mean, there's a thing at the time. I mean, old, um, like Mark Haightley, you know, played in England set-up a few times, didn't he? Now, Mick was better than him. Yeah. I think, anyway. It's, no, um, I, I agree. Yeah. So, do you think you that young could... kids should be thrown in a lot more? You mentioned then about being thrown in against the pros and, and Mick, for example, at the age of 15. Do you think... So, so, it really... It's one of the biggest things that grows you quickest. Well, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because... Marv, you, you know that more than anyone. The coaching, the coaching thing at every level, you know, you've got to play within your within your boundaries, whatever, and your, your growth and everything else. I played um, with Andy King, believe it or not, um, in the reserves at Swansea when I was fourteen. Now that's men's football, and that's they were people like Bob Latchford, who was at the end of his uh, career. Then he was probably in his thirties, and I was fourteen. You know. And that was probably a little bit too extreme. But the players we used to play against, Marv, the Doug Rugvis, the Joe Jordans, George Jordans, Charlie Nicholas's, the McAvennies, all these people that are coming back for injury and that. You're, pick, you're pick, picking your wits against these guys and there's nothing to be frightened of. It's just that they've got names. I remember Jimmy Ryan going, ah, it's just a, it's just a scalp. Yeah, it's just a scalp. It's just a name. So, but playing these guys at a younger age, I think it does help your development. But obviously, football has changed, so I'll sort of comment on that so much. But as far as the fitness and everything is, but I've watched a lot of how can I put it? Some of these teams seem to me they have a group of players, but they don't play any games. Is that right. am I right in that? No, so I'm they have no, 
100%. So they have no no um, match practice as such, and also they're not learning. You know, you learn against no. playing against the better players, don't you? The better players can play at the reserve. When we used to, this old, I remember listening to um, what's his face Warnock, Neil Warnock, and you know what he's like. And he was going, oh, well, it's all changed and it's all changed. It's just, but, you know, the reserve football is, is and was a massive influence on young younger players and probably still, there should, could be something. Are they, do they do 23s now? Still do 23s. Don't yeah. They? Go, going over to what you're saying, Jules, I don't think that would happen now because look at the no. amount of numbers of subs they have for the English Premier League. Yeah. Is it seven now? Is it seven, Andrew? Something like it's that. about that, yeah. Seven. So, and um, you go now back to when we were playing. There was only one sub, no, two subs. Sorry, two subs. When I when I first came to the team, and the likes of like you just said there, Charlie Nicholas, Frank McAnevy, um Tony Cotty. Yeah. You'd play Alan against Devinshire. these players. Yeah. Alan, yeah, you'd play yeah. against these players in the reserve. It's like if they got an injury, you'd play against them. You would never now get that happening today where. A first team player, let's say, I mean, a Marcus Rasford maybe playing for Manchester United's reserve team coming back from injury. Do you mean it'd probably be a case right. where an in house game or whatever? Do you know what I mean? They play 10 and minutes, then, they like, sit on the bench, play 10 minutes, next game 20, next game 25, and they blood them in like that, I suppose. Now, right. yeah. yeah, but Mark, you, Mark, you, you, you played how many games so, did you actually so, play in, so in your different, whole career? Yeah. Um, just four hundred, yeah, three nine five, three nine six, something like that. Yeah, so you had you had your reserve games on top of that. You <laughs> no, probably know, played yeah. fifty to hundred reserve games, maybe yeah. I don't know, fifty games, perhaps. It's all no, I mean, it's similar, hmm. similar to you, Jules. I, I mean, I I was still at school, and like you were. Really, that's a good thing with yeah. Luton. Luton would be like you'll be at school as a fifteen, sixteen-year-old, and you're coming and play a reserve game. I remember coming playing two, three reserve games. While I was at school, still, yeah. How do you how do you how do you get around that then? Because obviously, the likes of the Wayne Rooney's that come in at sixteen, in it doesn't happen anymore, does it? Very very rarely. So how do you no. actually become a man before you actually play? Well, I suppose the loan system is the only way they're doing it now. Like I'm thinking of Luton yeah. got Charlie Patino, who yeah. sorry, Arsenal got Charlie Patino, the guy who got from Luton, and he's now out of Blackpool. Um, so I think they're they I think they've actually gone almost a full circle from what I can see is either clubs are loaning players back out to championship teams. Yeah, um, yeah. or if players are just sitting on the bench doing nothing, in fairness, I think there's more and more of this critical mass of youngsters now that are actually going abroad because they know they'll get first team minutes, like that Marcus Edwards at Benfica or Porto or Sporting, wherever he is in Portugal, the old Tottenham kid. And then you've got, think about all the Dortmund players and all the players are going over to Germany. Yeah, they've they definitely got to have that experience. They definitely have to have that experience. It's a lot of me going to Preston, you know, that was valuable yeah. to me. So, um, yeah, the, the more the better, really. Yes. So, right, striker, so the little one, man. Yeah? The little man. Well, it's a little man who scores goals. Plenty of them. A little man who scores goals, plenty of them. I'm going to say it. I reckon, um, even though we had a bit of a joke earlier, I'm going to go Thorpey. Is it Thorpey? Are you waiting for me to react to that? Or are you waiting for Marvin? <laughs> is it not Thorpey? No, is it, Hill? <laughs> he banged goals in. Huh? 
He put goals in. Sure, it's home, but no. He did bang goals in for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't call him little. No, he's a bit. No, he's not Steeny? little, is he? Steeny? Not little Steeny. Which Steeny? Big, yeah. Big Steeny. No, neither of them. Neither of them. Nope. He, did he play for Luton? Yeah, when I say little, I don't mean mini me or tiny, all right? Well, I'm I mean, thinking. Yeah, but any, like, everybody's small compared to Mick, so yeah. Yeah. That's the whole team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he banged goals in. And it's not Clive Allen either. Where do you play with him? England? Just saying, it's not Clive Allen. He didn't play for Luton. Come on loan. Clive Allen, did he? I'm sure he did. Don't know if I played him. Paul Allen, Paul come on loan. I don't remember Clive coming on. Um, oh, Bradley, Brad, all the Allens turned up, did they? Did Bradley Allen turn up? Bradley Allen did. Rory, Bradley Rory Allen, Allen. Rory, Rory Allen, Allen. Rory Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we digress. Yeah, let's get this striker. Little bang goals in fun. I'm trying to think eras. I would say um, more so in when he was. He could score. He was a good finisher, and he in his. Was he an international? International? Yes, he was, yeah. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. But no, he wasn't. Yes, he was. <laughs> he's, he's for, so, uh, he was it's foreign. It's, it's, he's foreign, but he's not. He didn't play for it. So. No, he's not a foreign. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, it's, quite, it's quite simple, really, right? If you just strip it all back to where we've, my teams that I've played with, it's one of them. Have, have we mentioned him already? His name? Mm, I don't think so. No, that's what I don't. I don't think so. It's the little thing. I don't know. Maybe right, no, that's what. But it's probably not even little. It's probably. It's not little, as in five foot three. He's little, as in five foot. Compared four. to Mick. Yeah. But he hasn't. He never got any international caps for his country. No, not not senior squad. No. Not senior squad. And he played for Luton. No. See, I knew it. That's that, see? Um, How long have you been playing this game, Marv? You should have asked that first. No, I know, I know. The only one person you are recognised. Mark Robbins. Well done. Oh, Marvin. He could score a goal, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Nice could score a goal. I'll tell you, it was frightening. He scored five goals in the, in one of our games that we played. Um I think he scored two, he scored seven or eight in that tournament. But it was mind blowing, Marv. It just get a, every time he touched the ball, he'd score a goal. And not being funny, but playing for Luton, that never happened. Yeah. You know, we had some good players, don't get me wrong, we had some really good forwards from Roy Wegley down to Mick Arthur, Dowie Arson, you know, didn't we? We've had we've had a stack load of players. But um and I I actually remember playing against him at um Manchester United, um, Mark Hughes was up front alongside him. And I think, I, I might be wrong, but I think he scored one of one or two goals. They beat us 4-0 or something like that up there. It's just going back in the, pool. Oh, must be 90s or something. What happened to so, his career? Because he never really fully kicked on, did he? No, no, I don't know. He sort of petered out, didn't he? And he just finished. Yeah. Yeah. Is he, is, he's, is, he's that, the, is that the same Robbins who's, a, who's manager of... He was at Coventry when he was yeah, 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 he's still there. Yeah, he's still there. He is? Yeah. 
he's still there. Um, and he was at Rotherham, wasn't he? He was a Rotherham yeah. manager. But, oh, it was Dibs with him. Dibs was at Rotherham as well, wasn't he? He was a coach. Was he Andy Dibs. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. That's, so yeah, you got so Mick, he, Mick and he, Mark Rotherham. He, for me, yeah, he, for me, was um, the best finisher that I played with. No offence to anyone else who scored goals. Right. Yeah. So I don't think that's, that's there's two people you you wouldn't mind in your teams. That, you know when they were on form was Mick and, um, and Mark Robbins. Yes, definitely, definitely. Mm. And a couple of final questions. Last okay. one I'll take first um, before I hand over to you, Marvin. Is you picked your best eleven? Now, which of the managers or coaches? Could be a coach um, who you've worked under in your time um, as a player. Would you think could be best at managing this best eleven? And it can be all the way down to youth youth days. I th- I would think um, I enjoyed Jimmy Ryan being so. I I would I would give him the opportunity to manage his team. David Pleat was different class in some respects. So I could go on about that, but um, for this team, I think. I would give the opportunity to uh, Jimmy Ryan. Excellent, excellent. What? Over to you, Marvin. Cool. So, just so that the listeners can like reconnect with you, what do you, I mean, we always ask this question: What are you? I mean, you've alluded to it a little bit with us at the start. What are you doing now? And are you still involved in football? Um, what's what? I mean, what's your industry you're in now? No, I'm in the building industry. Uh, builder. I've got uh, building landscaping business. Um, I would have loved to kept my hand in football, but it's a little bit um, down the line now, unfortunately. Um, Future-wise, I don't know what's around the corner. I might turn a chef next week. You never know. But um, at the moment, I'm just plodding by. I live in, live in Dorset, a nice part of the world, um, by the sea. So Lovely. when everyone's struggling, thinking about humdrum life, I can just go down the seafront. So um, mm, I'm pretty nice. chilled, mate. Pretty chilled. So we're not we're not just Monday to Friday like most people. Get your money and then just chill out. Yep. Um, and do you get to many games? Do you get to what? Well, Bour- well, I don't know which part of Dorset you're in, but do you get to Bournemouth, Southampton, or even up to? I've been, uh, watch, I've been to watch. I've, I've been to watch Weymouth, you know, and stuff when Dave Oldfield was manager down there. Um, not so long ago, and now Dave's moved on, but. Uh, Obviously, come up the motorway sometimes to see Watford play, so I'll get some stick for that. But um, that's because my kids go as well. Um, I haven't never had an invite back to Luton Town, so unfortunately, there you go. So otherwise, I would have been up watching Luton, but since that's never happened, You're I've up, never been back. You don't go. I've been back to- twice to play charity games, and that, that's a simple. That's 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 it really. So, that's it. Um, You've never been to watch any games or seen any games. No, no. I think one game I watched uh, very early on when I finished football at Luton, um, and then there was two charity games which were involved. I don't know if you were there, Marv. I think you might have been Aston Villa and um, Arsenal. And I want to say thank you on behalf of myself, Marv, and the listeners. Thank you so much for your time. And that was Julian James's my best eleven. Just before you cut it, Andrew. Just before you cut it, I just I need to say because my mom, my mom listens to it all the time. And she and I, I need you, to say, I need to know. It's not that. It's like you know, as a, as a shameless view. As you're growing up, you know, you do as you're told. So I need to say 
thank you and great um, to Nigel and Cynthia because they listen to every episode I believe and they just wanted to have a little quick mention they said so yeah. hello to Nigel and Cynthia 